Welcome, Baruts listeners. What up? Da-na-na-na. Here we are. I'm yeah. amped up because I just ate a shit ton of wings that were smoked and some pretzel tots that were like, Delicious. it was like a whole bunch of stuff. It was great. Oh, dude, it was lit as fuck, as the kids say. <laughs> These This day, yeah. Or that slaps, like I say. I don't, uh, yeah. 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 We should make up a new one. We should we should find the kids and ask them what do you say? Hey, we're the Brewers Podcast. <laughs> what do you guys think we should say next? Straight cast. Straight gas. Straight gas. Straight that? gas. That's that's a thing. Yeah. yeah. I've never heard of oh, that that shit's gas. Yeah. You know? Yeah, the food here is gas and the beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so bad though. It's like, oh, I just like ripped ass. Like that's gas. <laughs> right? I don't know. You know. But no, seriously. Like in the best way, this this rips. <laughs> um, just rips, yeah. rips. See, I just yeah, yeah rip. Here we go. Such a mess. Yeah, fart jokes. Yeah. Here we go. Brews podcast. Um, this yeah. particular brewery slash restaurant slash amazing place. Yes, has attributed to fifteen to twenty pounds of weight gain during COVID for you. During for COVID sure. for me. Yeah, so. yeah. Thanks a lot. I used to be way harder. Cheers to that. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> now I have a dad bod, which is yeah. equally as in. I was gonna say you're killing it, man. No, they're taking people down to the, down with my ship. So yeah. yeah, I'm a thick boy. Three C's. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> All right, so where are we? We're at Backyard Brewery. If you didn't know by my awesome description, <laughs> the best description. It was okay. Yeah, at, at best. <laughs> and who are we here with? Ah, uh, this is Paul. Hey, Paul. Yeah. Hi. How are you? I'm doing great. That's, yeah. that's great. I thought your name was Williams because you just says it on your. No, no, my sister-in-law is a professor at Williams. I'm way too dumb to actually go to that school. So yeah, smart. But you know, I you never gotta, thought you got to rock the family. Yeah. Don't so. don't let people th- tell you that shit. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're smart enough. I went to BU. I'm just a poor old fish boy. He I is a know. fish boy. Yeah, I don't know. Twenty percent fish. Blah, 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 I, blah. I don't think they let you on that campus campus without a Range Rover. So that's oh, that's true. Yeah, you don't have a Range Rover. <laughs> I though. don't have a Range Rover. Yeah, we were looking at used cars today, actually, on our way up here. It's him. depressing. Nice. Yeah, no. Yeah. What car should Ryan get? COVID pricing. What's that? What car should Ryan get? Well, if you were to guess, oh, no. like, if you were to look at him and say, like, what car for Ryan? Like a smart 4-2, you know, one of those. A what? No, it's like a smart car. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, like one of those egg ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, Ryan, those are sick. Yeah, you should get really, them. Really nailed I, that yeah, Incredibles no. look. You yeah, know, like, yeah. Let's, let's, <laughs> yeah. Not, let's not. I currently drive a Chevy Trailblazer. Oh, nice. 94, right? <laughs> no, it's an 05. Thank okay. you very much. Ooh, it does soft. have 243,000 miles on it. Yeah. But, yeah. Who's counting? Nice, nice. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, so episode over. This was really a lot of fun. Thank you so much for doing that. Hello, everyone. (laughs) Good night. (laughs) Great guests. Yeah, so we've been uh, touring the southern New Hampshire beer scene. Sure. Kind of. We have. Yeah. Kind of. I like I think we were more central. Actually, where is Manchester? It's It's the Queen City. Southern New Hampshire. Yeah. Yeah. Southern. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's an hour hour from Boston. Concord is central. Concord's like the, yeah, the demarcation line for like south and central yes yeah. there's a lot more north we can go yeah north. you can go like four yeah. four more hours oh, oh yeah. yeah at minimum cool yeah. yeah if you want noted i would just stop here and get all the wings and gain a thousand more yes. pounds and then Same. just keep driving north with your wings <laughs> yes <laughs> to shilling yeah to shilling oh that's yeah. not a bad idea that's not a bad idea and shilling by the time you get it shilling Pizza. pizza. I'll be, yeah. The wings would be done. Right. You'd have to. And then on the way back, it just come. You can get more wings. <laughs> more wings. Yeah. Wow. It's a beautiful plan. Want to do it after this? Uh, I mean, Let's no. Go. What? I got to do groceries. Sorry. Uh, there's grocery. I'm sure there's market baskets wings around here? there. I yeah, mean. That's true. Yeah, that's true. We, we have another interview to do. So. Do we? 
We do. Possibly. So, New Hampshire, very cool beer scene. This is not just me, like, blowing smoke up your ass and saying, like, oh, yeah, New Hampshire's cool. New Hampshire, seven years ago, beer scene was... Yeah, it's come, it's come a long way, for yeah. sure. In a, in a pretty short amount of time. Yeah, yeah. like we've talked about, like, honestly, the last five years, I feel like. Or less. What have we talked about from five years? No, five years. Like, Ironically, like we opened beers, five years yeah. ago. Right. So See, maybe we did go. it. Maybe you we started it. Were you the catalyst? <laughs> I, I am. I'm the catalyst for the New Hampshire beer industry exploding. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I honestly think it's, we, we sort of, uh, we've always been sort of just behind all of our neighboring states. So when Mass blew up with, you know, Treehouse Trillium and oh, I've never heard of those. Those new. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And Vermont, obviously, with, with the big two there. Um, we sort of just realized that we could not be a state that makes shitty beer anymore. And mm, yeah, I think a lot of the consumers smartened up and uh, sort of demanded and manually forced that change. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I think yeah. that's just it. Because if you make shitty beer, you're just not going to be open. Right, you're you're gonna, yeah. you're gonna go out of business because people don't want to drink your shitty ass beer. Right, the rising right. tide floats all boats, sort of thing. Second yeah. boat reference in this podcast. Jeez, oh, boats <laughs> are sick. Yeah, I'm on a boat. Yeah. <laughs> yes, um, yeah. So, what's your role at at, at backyard? Um, so I'm the I, brewmaster, and uh, I basically run brewing operations here, mm-hmm. um, which is funny because it's only a staff of two people in brewing ops, but. You're hey, killing it. I'm number one. Damn right. Um, so <laughs> that's the crown you wear. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I uh, w- I work pretty close to the owners directly, um, and it's a pretty collaborative place uh, in terms of how we run it here. So I, I tend to handle a little bit more than just brewing, um, making some bigger decisions, but um, technically not an owner or anything like that. Hired gun. Hired gun. Cool, so cool, are cool. the owners more on the restaurant side of things like do they spend more time over there yeah well yeah i mean they and they sort of oversee everything yeah um <clears throat> we uh this this was a restaurant this used to be the yard restaurant from like 1974 oh, um okay. and it was uh, kind of like a new hampshire staple oh right? yeah man. yeah it was like sunday brunches lunch buffets and this prime rib seems like the place. throw up yeah. <laughs> um so the uh the original founder ron uh is still active and an owner here, but his two kids have sort of taken over the day-to-day management of it. Cool. Um, and they're sort of our age, sort of 30, 30-somethings. Yeah. Sure, sure. Um, and with that sort of brought the whole backyard brewery pivot from old steak and seafood restaurant kind of that was sort of fork, aging right? out yeah. and uh, into something that's like, what can we do with this that, um, you know, that would make lasting Shit, because this sounds so cool, like, right now. You're like, there's a brewery, there's wings, there's pretzel tots. What's going to happen in, like, 15 years when this age is out? Like, what's going to be the fucking I don't know. We're going to be like, we're going to need more wings or, like, (laughs) more beer. Well, like, was somebody, like, back in the 70s, like, yo, prime rib and buffets are dope. (laughs) If you would have told told somebody, yeah, like, in 1979 that, like, it was going to be a craft microbrewery with what the smoked, fuck is that with yeah. smoked chicken wings as their focal point of the menu. No. They would have been like, "You assholes, give me mashed potatoes on a buffet, please." Yes, yeah. and Jello and Jello. Oh, right. Love yeah. Jello. And the, yeah. So, can can you kind of tell us your journey in craft beer? Um, yeah, I mean, I my father, I love the 
love to tell the story, but my father like blew out ceiling tiles in my bedroom when I was like five years old from like fruit fermentation. So <laughs> uh, it's been in my bones. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, aside from getting covered in yeast croits and occasionally <laughs> overnight. Um, Wait, that's so awesome. <laughs> What's your first memory of here? Baptism, was, yeah. baptism by fermentation. <laughs> so, um, yeah, my dad had been, my dad was an OG, so to speak, uh, where all of our family vacations revolved around one of the very few <laughs> microbreweries in New England. Um, so we'd go around and my dad would drag me in and drink craft beer until he was questionably uh, sober. And then, uh, Did he have like a mom alt- would drive him home? Did he have like, so, a, like <laughs> an altar to Charlie Papazian or something like? Oh that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry, relax, have a homebrew. I yes. think. Yeah, yeah. And he, uh, you know, he still wears his holy Catamount Brewing. My shirt. dad does too. Oh. It's a, he's yes. got like a thousand rips in it. I've seen my dad cry like three times R. in R. my R. life, and the first, like, one of the most recent times was I bought him a Catamount Pilsner glass set for Christmas. Oh, and he was like so. Moved. Aww. I was just like, was has just he like, had the? Uh, I love you, Dad. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Your dad. I'm so and, thoughtful. Your dad and my dad would be boys. I think. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's still. Boys. He's still like every every Saturday. Just like, where do you want to go? Yeah. Now, um, do, um, what does he think about the harpoon variant of of uh, catamount? That it's like. Yeah, it's not yeah, like it's he's not, like. He's like, it, it wasn't made in White River Junction. Anything <laughs> after anything after White River Junction is an imposter. Windsor, awesome. Windsor doesn't exist. exist yeah, Aww. yeah. So man. sounds like a Grateful Dead um, man. Yeah, no, so I can. Yeah, I, I grew up in you know Catamount Seven Barrel Brewery up in Lebanon, Gritties. Cool, like cool. those are all like places my dad really respected and loved. Yeah, and he started home brewing and like back then. I mean that was like that was the thing. Like, yeah, yeah. You, like you had one homebrew shop and right. you made it five gallons at a time in a glass and you hand bottled everything. Pre-hopped yeah. wort. Yep. Oh, yeah. yeah. Give me all yeah. the IBUs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, that was sort of like my first introduction into it. I never really showed any interest in it until I sort of got to school and was underage and was like, the light bulb <laughs> hey, <Dad>. clicked. <laughs> like, wait a minute. This I can all make this now. and bring it with me. Yeah. So now it's like transporting beer as a minor across state lines. <laughs> but, I mean, I had to hook up. So that was yeah. that was sort of it. I started homebrewing in college and... Uh, Made some really terrible homebrew for a, for a very long time, and then had a uh, sort of r- a professional crisis at a crappy desk job as a mm. as a cubicle jockey, and um, took an internship at the Tap um, in Haverhill. Oh, in Haverhill, oh, nice. I love that place. Yeah, working with John Curtis and uh, Brian Davis. Yeah. Sh- very cool. Shoutouts. Um, and uh, learned a little bit of the professional side there, and went back to my cubicle job because. Brewing pays shit back then, especially. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yep. That's better now. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> Slightly. Yeah, yeah. Or I, I found a rich wife. Ooh, so, Ooh, like, well, not a rich, not a rich wife, someone who actually makes gainful employment <laughs> yes, and, yes. and support my, support my subsidized habit. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, of all things, they talk about kismet, but um, my wife worked out with one of the owners of this place and overheard at the gym that they were looking for a brewer. <laughs> wow. And my wife literally like called Sold me. Sold you. And, yeah. And then I was, uh, it, you, can, you can ask the owners, this This is absolutely 100% true. I just showed up one day and they like were demolishing the restaurant like like in construction. And I just started like tearing shit apart and painting. 
and I never left. <laughs> like, it was like, there was really no job interview. There was no formalities. Like, you know how like, to here, swing a hammer. Have some, have some homebrew. By the yeah. way, I'm taking this job. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not accepting no. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, we, we, I mean, I think I forced them to give me the job and, uh, that's great. Scared shitless for the first six months. Cause there yeah. was a lot that I didn't learn and, or didn't know. And, uh, sort of, uh, jumped in with both feet. And what year was that? That was 2017. Shit. Which feels like oh, dang. forever feels like ago. Right? <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Cool. So we're going to talk about 2017 and on. Nice. We have to keep the lights on here. So, Ryan, take it away. Quick. At our local homebrew shop, Beer and Wine Hobby, you can get everything you need to make beer, wine, cider, cheese, and more. Not sure where to start? They have knowledgeable staff there to help. Beer and Wine Hobby is family-owned and located in Danvers, Massachusetts. Visit their website, beer-wine.com, and use our promo code BREWROOTS for 10% off your online order today. Shirts on Tap is the box subscription service for craft beer lovers. Each month, Shirts on Tap partners up with seven different breweries from across the country and collaborates on a sweet custom shirt design. We've been teamed up with Shirts on Tap since the inception of the podcast and are proud to announce a new promo code for all of our listeners. To get your first shirt for $5 off, go to the link in our description below and use the promo code. And remember, drink better beer, wear better shirts. All right, so 2017. Yes. We're scared shitless. You, we are. Forced your way are. in here. Yeah. We just didn't know why. <laughs> yeah. Foreboding into 2020. Yeah. <laughs> it was an omen. We just didn't know. We didn't know. Yeah. Um, what what system were you brewing on? Are you still brewing on the same system? Uh, we're still on the same system we bought. Uh, so they hired, before I came on board, they hired a consultant to basically spec out um, and size and do some of the, some of the, like, the dirty details that they weren't prepared for coming from the restaurant side and not, not brewing. Uh, so we're on a, a seven barrel premier system out of San Diego, California. Cool. Cool. And, uh, yeah, we use the crap. like, we abuse the shit out of that thing, <laughs> but it's a workhorse. Um, yeah. Very, very, very little lost time on that pro on that system. So, nice. um, yeah, we put out, I think we put out like 12, 1300 barrels out of a seven last year, which is, which is turning and burning. So yeah, for sure. Doubled batch days. Yeah, doubles. Everything's on the table, depending on the schedule. So, depending Fun. on like what my kids are doing, <laughs> and, like, like how I feel. I yeah, hate right. I hate brewing on Mondays. I hate brewing on Fridays. So, like, <laughs> typically we end up brewing like four times in three days. And yeah, that's so. Yeah, um, cool. but uh, but yeah, we we've, we've been on the same system. We've ex we expanded our. We had like in the initial plans, we had space for two fifteen barrel tanks and a bright. Uh, as quote future proofing, and we did that three weeks after we were open. Oh wow! So um, cool. <laughs> I've been rolling with that ever <laughs> since. Um, and yeah, even in the summer, it's pretty dicey. But we uh, we started contracting last year after the laws changed in New Hampshire um, nice. to sort of help alleviate the uh, the throughput issues. Who do you contract with? Uh, Great North. Awesome. Yeah. 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 Rob's cool. a good dude. Yeah. yeah. Treats us yeah. well. Yeah. Definitely. So no, you're not distributing. You're just kind of only here at the restaurant. Is that right? Uh, yeah, I mean, 99% of our beer is sold in-house. Mm -hmm. um, on 90% of that is in, you know, on draft. Yeah. Um, 
we do canning runs when oh, we okay. can. Cool. Uh, which we use a mobile canner. We use Ironheart. Ironheart. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're right down the street, so it's a wonderful Makes relationship. Sense. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, really, like we don't have much more capacity to give aside from what we have. Mm-hmm. We've been looking at other options pretty aggressively to try and you know do an expansion or yeah. or, or a dedicated tasting room or a de- dedicated production facility, but it's just. It's just uh, right now with like building costs and COVID and everything. Oh, it's crazy right now. Seemingly every option we've hit has hit a dead end shortly thereafter. Yeah. Mm. Um, Which is frustrating, but you know, it's also sort of a, uh, it's a good problem to be at maximum capacity and still selling all your product here. Exactly. So we distribute like, but our sort of mantra on that is, is like, if you want our beer, call us, but we're never going to call you. <laughs> yeah. Like, we're happy to deliver it. We're happy to sell it to you. Sure. But, like, we just, we don't have a salesperson. We don't yeah. have a driver. We don't have someone who can maintain a line. It's Somebody just, with right. their Subaru Outback bringing it to you. No, it's me and my, like, yeah. 1995 BMW wagon with Sick. a million miles on it. Yeah. Uh, just loaded to the gills. Yeah. Awesome. So, yeah, you'll see us occasionally in beer stores and, yeah. and mm-hmm. very weird restaurants. Just, like, basically ones that I like to drink at. Um, but that's pretty much it. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Let's talk about the restaurant side a little bit. Sure. Um, it helps you guys have great beer. You have great Thank food you. as well. Um, do you see, do you see people initially coming in for the food? Um, it's actually, I, I think that's one of the more surprising parts was it was a pretty good mix. Like right off the, right off the bat, like you definitely have those people that come in for the beer, but you also have a lot of families that come in here that are very well mixed. So they've got kids. They've got a wife who doesn't like beer, wants cocktail, and uh, we don't have to throw those people out. Like, mm. like we can we can sort of uh, the whole the whole like mantra when we opened was like cast a wide net. It's like give people a reason to come, but give people lots of reasons to come. Like you know, yeah. So there's there's beer, there's food, there's a full bar, there's very different atmospheres depending on where you sit in the place. You like have Kino. We do have Kino. <laughs> you could Beg- throw begrudgingly back have Kino. I was not on board with that. I have come around. So um, yeah, if you play a couple numbers, it's fun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Throw it back to still the don't know buffet what, room yeah. back yeah. here. Still, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing with no, it. No, but just dot some numbers out and throw it in the machine. Yeah. See what happens. Pretty much. Pretty yeah. much. So, so yeah, and we. I mean, we took we we sort of take that same mentality with our tap list too. We want to try and cast as wide a net as possible from style, like stylistically, just to prevent you know, people from coming in and just being like, oh, too many IPAs, too many sours. Yeah. You know, we just, we want to be pretty varied. Yeah. I feel like there's only a handful of New Hampshire breweries that are kind of typecast into that. Oh, we're an IPA brewery. It seems like a lot of the, yeah, in this area. And there's like, they're getting like, I I don't, I don't mean this as like talking shit or throwing shade. Like a lot of those like quote IPA breweries in New Hampshire have really good non-IPA beer. Yeah. They just Ranch don't, and Blade, no for example. Yeah, yeah, make, yeah, they just yeah. don't make a point to market it. Yeah. I know. You know, yeah. I had a freaking amazing Belgian dark quad at Modest Man, and I was yeah. like, where the hell did this come from and yeah. why? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I would say the Oktoberfest I had at, like, Deciduous. I mean, they're known for their, yeah. like, fruited well, sours. And- Frank, Frank's a fucking magician. Anyways. Yeah, he should come on the podcast. Frank, He's, come on the podcast. Frank, <laughs> we've He's, hit you up before. Yeah. He's my boy. I love Multiple that. times. Yeah. Right? Also very handsome too. Yeah, we're talking oh. about Dreamboat Dreamboat Brewers. He's, he's high up on the list. We'll have to make a we New Hampshire make a list. Dreamboat Brewers yeah. calendar. Make a calendar. Twelve. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm here for that. Me too. Cool. So, 
what's the if you were to say like what's what's your flagship beer? I know that's such a stupid term, but um, I mean, Lazy Days has since the first week we were open has outsold every other beer on the men, on the list. And that's every your... every week. It's a six percent hazy IPA. Yeah, imagine that. What a surprise! What a surprise! <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it, I mean it's it's an approachable hey, approachable fruit forward low bitterness full bodied IPA that right now in the current market is still king. Yeah, and um, it's done very well for us. Now it's got it's got name recognition. Yeah. I like to think in the area at the very least, so people just come and that's that's their like that's their old reliable. That's a good thing to have. I think a lot of yeah. breweries yeah don't have the old reliable and. That's okay too. I mean, I, I totally get wanting to have the artistic side of brewing. I want to brew something different, but sure, yeah, it's it's uh, well, it's and it's tough to find the balance. Like that was yeah. a big struggle at the at, at the onset. Was like, how many seasonals do we have? How many rotationals do we have? How many year longs do we have? Yeah. So we've sort of con- constantly like it's slowly evolved like into right. a into sort of a chaotic structure where we keep four beers on tap that are always on, mm-hmm. and you can drink them to your heart's desire. What are the four beers? Uh, so Lazy Days, uh, Lawnmower, which is a Hellas Lager, um, Snow Squall, which is a just a straight Belgian wit beer, mm-hmm. white beer, and uh, Monkey Bars, which is a Belgian double. So we're trying to sort nice. of go a little European on your asses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but having that Belgian wit beer is, is yeah, it's very good. It's very approachable cool. beer. It's yeah, and, and a lot of non-craft beer drinkers like it because. It's yeah, pretty. Exactly. It's pretty unimposing. Yeah, and you can throw an orange slice on it and call it a. Oh, what's your opinion on that? Ah, if it sells beer, I, oh, you if it sells beer. Fuck. I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> like, honestly, like I mean, we sugar rim our fucking pumpkin beer, so like whatever. But, uh, yeah, it is what it is. I've stopped. I've I've stopped fighting that. Like good for you. Just, like whatever. Like, There's more stress in the world. Who cares about yeah, that? Yeah, like if you insist on putting like cinnamon sugar on your rimmed pumpkin beer like <laughs> you're giving me money you. indirectly so like whatever like you you paddle your own canoe oh, i like that <laughs> i love that i love that a lot that was nick offerman by the way i can't take credit oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> nick offerman's the man he is yeah good good yeah, good for sure good guy for sure great guy i think right yeah. meh me stand up great actor great yes. actor yeah. yes did retweet me once it was awesome oh I know. Oh, yeah. That's the one so thing I've saved. Like I can't ever delete it. Yeah. From our messages. Don't ever delete it. Ever. Save it until I delete stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's talk about the New Hampshire craft beer scene. Is there something you wish you could change about it? Change about the New Hampshire craft beer scene? Yeah. Um, I would, I mean, not from the consumer's perspective, but like I would love to eventually someday get on the same like... Uh, <laughs> legal uh platform as our you know neighboring states mass maine new hampshire or mass maine and vermont yep like new hampshire legislate like beer legislation in new hampshire is archaic it's from the 50s Mm. and all the states around us have rewritten their rsas and their laws to sort of make it much more brewery friendly in terms of operations whereas new hampshire you're like is that because it's restaurant driven what's that you think it's because it's restaurant driven i don't know like restaurant and bar like yeah, well, I mean, guys- no, because even like the brewery, like just a regular beverage manufacturer still fights the same yeah. stuff. Like there's just these like old shitty laws about how much you can sell to whom right. and, and you have when. you have food with your beer too, right? Right, so, like, like you need to have, you know, and not only like from, from a brew pub's perspective, you need to have like 
it's like a bullet point at item like list of like you need to have four cold dishes, you need to have four entrees, you need to have yeah. X dollars in sales to prop your beer selection. <laughs> like it's just like <laughs> what they, they like paint you down these narrow alleyways where it like it's it's great because we're still in business, but we could do this so much easier. Yeah. yeah. Like and we're leaving money on the table like at all of our all breweries in New Hampshire are just because of the laws that we have to sort of abide by. Mm-hmm. I mean, for for fuck's sake, we still have to send checks to the liquor commission for our monthly payments. Nice, like our monthly tax payments. They don't have an they don't have an e like a That's website. That's crazy. <laughs> like I'm not even kidding you. Live for your die. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it's it's a, it's a rant for a mm. different day, but like I no, mean, we can rant right now. Yeah, ranting. just like it's just more. It's frustrating to see. You know, you can. <laughs> you could go to mass and go to a brewery and drink your face off and there might be like a food truck in the parking lot that's selling grilled cheeses yes but it's a mile walk and you don't have to worry about it hmm. like here you can't even use a food truck as your food requirement like you need to actually have a fucking lunchable in a fridge somewhere <laughs> out back and then also by the way you can only sell a customer two pints which is like <sighs> Like, wait, really? Wait, what? Yeah, as in, like, as so brew pubs are different, obviously. There's three different classifications of brewery in New Hampshire. There's brew pubs, there's nano breweries, and then there's beverage manufacturers. Nano breweries need a food requirement. Yeah. If they don't have it, it's a two-pint maximum per So that's why places customer. like Liar's Bench have a full kitchen. Mm-hmm. You're a the eagle. Right. And so that's why we but see it forces, a lot. Yeah. it forces breweries out of their comfort zone, right. too. Yeah. Like, Liar's Bench did great with it. Like, yes. Yeah. I mean, they, they did an awesome job with what, they're, with, with what they have. And same, yeah. same with Earth Eagle. They've, yeah. I mean, I think it surprised them how much money they made additional when they added yeah. the kitchen in. Sure. Um, yeah, you can't have— I don't want to speak yeah, for yeah, Alex, yeah. but, like, I, I no. think he would say the same. Like, so in, in a way, sometimes it's good, but like in another way, it's preventing way more breweries from opening just because people don't want to dick with the food side. Yeah. Right. You know? That's <laughs> exactly. interesting because I mean, I feel like I'm not going to speak for Spyglass, but I feel like I've gone to Spyglass before and gotten more than two pints. Uh, yeah, because it's an unaffor- <laughs> unenforceable fucking rule. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like yeah. it's yeah. technically against the law, but like nobody's going to be able to fucking. Nobody knows it. the law. Yeah. Right. Like, like the only way is like you'd have to like sting it with like enforcement or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you would have to have like, like so. How many breweries are in New Hampshire? Uh, right now, there's like, got to be over hundred now. Yeah. There's got to be it's got to be close to a hundred. Yeah, so you would have to have over or close to a hundred people at every brewery. Narks, uh, right, really? Basically, yeah, like, <laughs> right? And just and like I, stay in the tap room and count. It's wild too. But then like what the rule is so fucking vague too. Like. Like, what if you just cash out every two beers? It's se- technically a separate transaction. Yeah, that's true. Right. Like, and yeah. Yeah. like, or what if my buddy buys me six beers and then says it's for the table, but then drinks all six? Yeah, like, you know. So <laughs> right. it's like it's 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 laughable. Like, yeah, it's like okay, this well, is not helping anybody, like liquor commission or us. Like, let's just rewrite yeah. it and fix it, please. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's tough. I mean, it's it's tough enough to make good beer. Yeah, to compete because there's a lot of good beer out there. And then you have to have a good restaurant. Yeah. If you want to or, play or, by the rules. <laughs> or even just a shitty restaurant, but you have to manage it and staff it and, and that's ha- just have hard it available. Enough, is, yeah. Right. Right. Like, so, yeah. yeah, you have to lean in. Like, there's no half measures. Like, like if you want food as a, as a prop, like, do it as minimally as possible, but you still have to sort of float the overhead. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, I want to get into the food here just a little bit. Sure. Um, but we're going to go to a message from our sponsors. That was awkward as fuck. 
Are you a solo artist, band, podcaster, or anyone else who needs recording services? Well, we got a place for you where your vision can become a reality. Welcome to Small Pond Studios, built by hand with heart and sweat equity by musicians for musicians. Go to smallpondstudios.io to reach out to get more information. And make sure you let them know that Barut sent you. Hey, Sound Guy Ryan here. Didn't know if you heard, but we're a part of the Hopped Up Network. There you'll find other informative podcasts about beer. So go ahead, follow them on social media, and visit them on their website, hoppedupnetwork.com, to learn more about the people, beer, and breweries from around the country. And until next time, thanks for listening. Cheers. We've talked about the food. Um, when this place was opening, was it going to be food-centric rather than beer? Oh, we wanted like the original brew pub sort of feel. Like that's that like I hate to say it, but like fifty fifty, right down the middle, baby. Yeah. Um where is it like, 50 50 still? Uh I mean, in terms of revenue, no. Food's more expensive than a pint of beer. But right. um I like to think that everybody comes in and grabs a couple of beers and food. Yeah. Like most of them. Yeah. So in that in that sense, yeah, I think people I think the draws are equal. And you know, if 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 I had to guess, I guess. But, um, yeah, we wanted we set out to change the menu, obviously, yeah. from old sort of steakhouse to to sort of more modern pub food. And uh, I think we've done an okay job with it. Like I feel like on your not to interrupt you, but I feel on your social media, it's definitely like you advertise the beer. Oh yeah, we well we do both. Like so, we um, obviously Matt. No, I know, geez, I know. I damn know. it, <laughs> our our social media marketer, who's Marcus, who's one of our owners, um, takes very like takes it very seriously. Like he's his own algorithm, so like every nice. post has a method behind the madness. Okay, so it's like beer, beer, food, beer, dessert, drink, cocktail. Something like that. I, I don't begin to know or understand it, yeah. but like he's, he's got, got an Excel like, file. Like, yeah. yeah, on Tuesday at 5 p.m., I've got to take a picture of a fucking sandwich. Like, you know, like so, <laughs> like that's just the way it works. Cool, man. So, yeah, yeah hey, it, I mean, it's pretty successful and, and he's a he's a genius at photography. So, um, pretty happy that he took the reins on that because I couldn't do yeah. any of that stuff. Right. So, where do you see Backyard kind of going in the future or where do you want it to go? Um, well, we want to have a distribution presence, that's for sure. Uh, we've talked about it for years now. COVID sort of told us one thing, and that's our our beer is successful um, economically on shelves. Uh, we know that, so we want to make a push at it. Unfortunately, we just don't have the you know the capacity here, so we're looking at other spots. Just for um, production? Yeah, production spot or you know a, a different type of uh, experience, more of a taproom experience. But again, with New Hampshire food laws, it sort of paints us into a touch of a corner where we're like, we need food and we need to sort of do something about it. But we don't, you know, we don't want to take away from the pub experience here. Yeah. So. Hot dog machine. 
we we've been we've thrown everything out. I got high one night, like really really high, and was like, "We're doing fucking dumplings." Oh, that would oh, be. Oh my god! god. I was just God. Like, we are so here for that. We're dumpling podcast. We, we are love. for sure a dumpling podcast. Where's so. the best place to get dumplings around here? The Chinatown. There's really no fucking China. There's no. There's no in the middle. Like you can get good steamed dumplings at like North Garden and Goffstown or like. Oh, you're talking about like Chinatown in Boston? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh. I, like, we were just like, yeah. oh. Dim Sum, yeah. Dim yeah, Sum Dim in Sum. Chinatown yeah. is really where you got to go. Agreed. Yeah. So, well. And you you lived in China, so you can say this. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a certified palate. <laughs> I'm, I'm a dumpling around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dumpling around. I like to say that I am as well. Yeah. Oh, that's so. such a good name, dumpling around. Not yeah. really, but. I'm a certified. certified Dump around? I took, I took the Dump class. Dump around. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds a little dirtier. Yeah. Um, but yeah, fart no, like, jokes and poop jokes all around. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Start and finish. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we like we don't know what the you know, and it's obviously like construction costs and all this stupid shit is sort of preventing us from doing it well right now. But I'm sure it'll be like a sort of how this was a convenient opportunity, and we'll sort of roll with it and play with it. Yeah. Um, but we're definitely going to be expanding in the next couple of years. We just don't know how big, where, in what manner. And um, and how far we want to take it. Yeah. Do you want to have a bigger brew house? Yes. Yeah. Just for selfish purposes. Just yeah. be like go into parties and be like, yeah, I got a thirty. <laughs> <laughs> so is it like that? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is it really? Well, meanwhile, everybody looks at you and like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody cares. No, it's gonna no, be like, no, oh, come yeah, on. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, it'd be funny if it did though. Yeah. Like, hey, how like, big is yours? Yeah. I was screw like, you, <laughs> screw you, Rob North. Mine's yeah. ten barrels bigger. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's, he's got an eighty, right? No, no, he's got a. 20. He's got a twenty. Yeah, he's got twenty. But he's got a centrifuge. He's like lighting his lighting himself on fire with turns, turns, turns. Turns, yeah. turns, 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 yeah. turns. I'm he sure has, it's he has a centrifuge, so you would have he to get have one of those. Yes, I love his centrifuge. Do you have centrifuge envy? envy. <laughs> um, That's a thing. But uh, no, we want to. We want to be like. We don't want to go too big. We've seen a lot of the uh, <laughs> the failure stories. The, mm-hmm. yeah. the sort of uh, the the um, bad labs autopsy. <laughs> the autopsies of the breweries that have failed over the past couple of years and yeah. what they've done wrong and what they've fucked up. Yeah. So we we don't want to go too big. We want to go pretty modest and just ba- just basically have a an outside presence outside this building. You never like it's really am- uh, amazing to understand. You still go to like beer fests and pour beer, like, and uh, you'll be like five miles from the brewery and people will be like, "Where are you?" Yeah. And I'm like, what? How have <laughs> oh we not gosh. touched? We've been here for five years. <laughs> How have we not touched this market yet? <laughs> so like, we just want a little more brand brand notoriety, a little more name recognition. Hopefully, like get some people to push into the pub and into potentially our other location. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, we're, I mean, we're happy where we are too. Like that's, that goes without saying there's much worse situations out there. So, yeah. Well, it's nice cause you have the supplemental income of a restaurant. Yeah, for sure. That's like, well. well, and we just, yeah, we, we, we play pretty well, like between the kitchen and the, and the brewery, like in the sense of just like, you know, if we're not rolling out something new or if we're, you know, just in full-on production mode, keeping tap fo- keeping tap lines full, but really don't have much resource to dedicate to, you know, doing a canning run or doing anything else to sort of supplement our side. The kitchen will roll out with specials or a or a um or a promotion or something like that that you know sort of helps helps bring in that. It's kind of sort a of, full ecosystem. That right? sort of yeah, like we talk about like getting getting stale on things, bring in a little bit of a new touch. Yeah. So. 
do you think uh do you guys do food and beer pairings we don't it's we gimmicky. try do you think it's gimmicky it is and I, i'm sorry it's, <laughs> i think it's gimmicky yeah. you always talk gimmicky. about it and i think it's stupid and it's Gosh. like i hate like the like one of my biggest pet peeves is like brewery brewers and beer descriptions that are so up their own asses that like you gotta like you gotta take a breath like so, like I, I just I can't get into the whole like yeah this veal chop plays really well with the spice notes of this Belgian double like <laughs> it's like come on like it's beer and it's food like let's not overthink like let's not overthink let's this. not make it wine just enjoy whatever right. you want with yeah. whatever you want I mean we incorporate beer into a lot of our recipes which I'm all about that's rad yeah um <laughs> so like, rad so rad it's so <laughs> dank that's straight gas that's straight gas you're gonna say it tonight unironically <laughs> and to. your wife's gonna be like what the fuck is that <laughs> my three year old's gonna be like yep taking this to school yep yeah. <laughs> so and um, dab on your ass the bitch. yeah god <laughs> Jesus the day my daughter dabs on me I'm gonna go in a hole and cry <laughs> tonight's the night tonight's the night <laughs> Oh man, that's, yeah, so that's disturbing. Um, but yeah, like I don't know, we beer, beer. Like, don't get me wrong. Like some some breweries do it very well, um, but we just we're just not set up for that. We're and, and I hate to. I, I, this is I mean this is a compliment to our staff. Like we're a pub. We're we we make good comfort food, like at a high level, yeah, and elevated we make, level, yeah. and we make good beer at what we think is a high level. Like we don't need to pretend that we're something we're not. Like, definitely, you know, yeah, it's just, you know, we, we really love the sort of old English public house mentality, you know, mm. come in, have a few beers, have some food that you're probably not going to order on a normal day because yeah. al- alcohol Face it, it's 3000 <laughs> yeah. calories. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. We don't, we do not claim to be press cafe or, you know, <laughs> Jamba juice here. Like, but, um, you know, that's how we're, that's, that's sort of how we roll. We know our lane and we're, we think we do pretty well at sticking to it and, Mm, you know, yes. we, we, we're pretty strategic in, in what we roll out and do. Speaking of strategy, I love that your tree actually has hop cones on it. Yeah. I always just thought it was leaves. And now I'm looking at the glass and I'm like, those are hop cones. Funny little story about that. We paid Ooh. a marketing company a large sum of money to come up with a logo font mm. and uh, like marketing uh, sure. b- booklet. And you did it on your iPhone? <laughs> <laughs> they gave us a bunch of options and we hated all of them. And then our one of our cooks came in with like a hand drawn sketch on a napkin, and we were like, "Motherfucker!" That's, <laughs> like, that's awesome. So shout out to Alex Vigo. I think yeah. he now works at uh, Copper Door. Rude. So thank you for that. Uh, but You're the I do love you. <laughs> so well. Thanks for the logo. I don't think we can end the podcast any better way. Thanks, Alex. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> on that note. Yeah. But, uh, Paul, thanks for doing this tonight. Yeah, yeah no, seriously. my pleasure. Thanks for coming up. Yeah. yeah. And where are you physically located so that all of our amazing listeners can come and yeah. find you? We are uh, 1211 South Mammoth Road in Manchester, New Hampshire, right off the airport. Um, and all of our social media handles is uh, Backyard Brewery NH. Nice. Cool. So we definitely suggest come down. Grab some food. Grab some food. Grab, Grab some, some beer. beer. What's your favorite item on the menu? Food or beer? Both. Both. Beer. Uh, <laughs> okay. No, no. Yeah. What is your favorite on no. each side? Um, I, yeah, I always drink lawnmower. It's just like mm. it's easy. It's, a good it's easy. Four percent lager. So yeah. it's really that's what I do. Um, in terms of food, I'm usually a. Uh, I, I'll try all the specials, obviously, because they're different. But um, 
Yeah, I'm usually a chicken wing guy. Mm. Chicken wings are so the good. Chicken wings are great. They so slap. Thank you. That was beautiful, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we're going to go practice our... Um, chicken wing dance. Chicken wing dance, and we're going to say some cool terms that we'll have for next week's episode. <laughs> so uh, this tuned. episode was straight gas and fire and lit, and we'll catch you next week on the flippity flop. <laughs> 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 <laughs>